go on the third. You go on the third. <laughs> I think that's it. We're good. Okay. I'm just going to put my phone silent because I don't remember to Silence do any of this Silence is golden. Stuff. Does anybody remember that from movie theaters? Silence is golden. It'd come across the screen. I went to a Catholic high school. Uh, yes. St. Thomas. Uh-huh. And um, I think I'm like the last of a certain era. Um, but at school... Mm-hmm. They we had a choice. I don't even know if it was a choice, but uh, Latin. probably not. It was Catholic school. What do you yeah, have to do? Latin. Um, oh God. Yeah, and truthfully, but that it, helps it you in the SATs. Well. Yeah, it helps you with words it, because you know the root helps of you the read word. Read the back of coins. E pluribus unum. <laughs> One from. Oh. <laughs> Start stressing. No, but the reason um, why I brought it up is because he said silence is golden, and mm-hmm. me being the the best student that any teacher has ever seen. Sometimes I would have to um, spend even more time at the office. <laughs> doing your lines. Doing my lines. So uh, on the weekend, I would have to come in. And, on the weekend? Yeah. Ours is just after school for like 30 minutes or whatever. And I, I only had to do that once. Yeah. I, I did it a lot. So probably enough for you, me, and future generations. of. But uh, Silence is Golden is... In Latin. Tell it to me. Silencia et orat. Mm, that I sounds believe. about right. I don't know. Um but yeah, I remember writing thousands of those on the chalkboard on on, a, on wasted Saturdays. It's so funny because it's so close to Spanish. Like silencio oro is well, Span- is gold. I think Latin. Yeah. All Romance languages are based yeah, off of from, Latin, mm-hmm. so it so, helps a lot. It helps with a lot of things, I think. Although I mean, people it does, say it's a dead but, language, but I'm like dead meaning people don't speak only Latin, but it helps you in language. Yeah, but how badass would it be if you rolled around and you're like. Uh, <laughs> I speak Latin. I took a couple of summers of Latin. Oh my God. You know? No, but don't understand you. It's not well, useful. It may be. I mean, what if you were in, say, Rome and you mm. were at the, say, how you say? How you say? <laughs> the aqueduct. Why are you talking like that, Michael? And she's foreign. Yeah. They're in Canada. Oh my how God. Okay. Say, Hi. Hey, welcome to Opinions That Don't, don't Matter. Do, 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 do. Um, um, I'm Katie. I'm Katie. No, that's not how this works. That's how this is going to work today. Oh, okay. That's Sean. I'm Hi, Katie. I'm Katie. Is that how I sound? <laughs> In my headphones, yeah. Oh, my God. That's one of my favorite things is when uh, guys or girls do voices of the opposite. Oh, so yeah. like Joe Rogan's girl voice. We just listen to his podcast. It, yeah. I die every time. He has this distinct... Everybody has a distinct way that they try to talk uh, like using What's your a dude voice. voice, Katie? What's your dude voice? He's kind of stupid. He's, oh. he's like... I mean, you don't know. It's just so dumb and stupid, and I never can understand. I don't know where to put the dishes or how to put things away. That's my dude. Is it it based on anyone we know? No. (laughs) Just made it up. (laughs) Completely made up. It's not based on anyone we know? Fiction. Okay. Maybe. I don't believe you yet. So how are you doing? um, They're going to get a treat, is what I was going to say, because I just finished. You're like... The ro- who wants a treat who wants a treat no not that kind of treat <laughs> um i'm pretty burned because i just finished the rough draft of chapter three so my brain's like oh yeah uh yeah. for people who know oh you are writing a book or your second book yes but i'm writing my second don't book. know um, um, i'm a licensed therapist and uh i had my first book are you okay a guide to caring for your mental health came out um two decembers ago so December of 2018. Okay. And then um, now I'm writing my second book, uh, roughly called Traumatized. And so I'm in chapter three, all about complex PTSD. And it, there was so much to include in this chapter. It just kept getting longer and longer. I don't know if he's going to break it. My, my editor might break it into two chapters. I'm not sure. 
It'd be two wonderful chapters. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so it was all about <sighs> Jesus Christ. We barely Katie, got started. Language. I was talking. There's no way that happened. I waited till you were done talking. And they can see you. Secrets out. Shit. <laughs> uh, okay. So anyway, so what I was gonna say is you're getting into heat because my brain is like me. Oh yeah. So who knows what's gonna happen? Well, it's good. It's kind of fun that way when you're just relaxed, right? I I look at this as kind of a a treat for us during the you week. You want a treat? I want a treat. You want a treat? Me a treat? I have a cookie, Kevin. You know how There's I call no squirrels. <laughs> yes. Oh, Every Sean, squirrel. Sean try. Sean thinks he speaks. We've talked about this. How you think you speak languages of animals? I do. They don't always understand, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure. You Not know what that I, gutter dialect you learned on the streets. I read it from a book. Sorry. I have a fantasy, but it's okay. not mm-hmm. like a. Mm-hmm. It's not a sexual fantasy. Well, thank God. Maybe it could be, but it would be. It would get weird quick. <laughs> it gets. <it's, laughs> but I would like weird. to swim with um, a dolphin or a whale. Not that a very big whale because that would be. That would really get weird quick. Just because I'm I'm fascinated by them. I've only seen them from the boat. Right. Whenever I've I run swam over with to, sharks. You swim with sharks all the time. You live in LA. <laughs> <laughs> no, but remember that nurse shark? We got to do like the experience where you got in the pool mm. with them. You didn't like swim, swim. We weren't like in a huge amount of water, but I mean. But a anyway. shark is like completely different. There's, you look a shark in the eye and you're not seeing anything. That thing is, it's just a stone cold killer, right? I mean, not all sharks. Maybe I don't really know. Are there vegetarian sharks? I would assume not. They have little not. rounded teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Good for the kelp. Yeah. Um. Like, no, but dolphins are, are interesting. Look how emaciated that, uh, that shark is when he's right? a vegan. It's so. like the vegan cats. I'm just waiting for the real food to show Imagine up. Imagine a vegan <sighs> shark. No. Yeah, no. That that would have died out in the... Uh, vegan cats is a joke uh, that Joe Rogan does on one of his... Is his most recent, I think. I don't know. No, I have no idea. One of two, his one two. of his Netflix specials. You should watch them. They're hilarious. Maybe yeah. we talked about vegan cats and it, I fucking die. But, um, but yes. sharks, mm-hmm. like that, it doesn't see anything other than like, what it's supposed to do, right? Like, I don't think it has warm, fuzzy feelings like a mammal does. I, I, like, it's not like a dolphin. A dolphin is like... We'd have to look, because you, sometimes you're surprised at how... Not, I don't want to call it human, but how emotive or the level of processing that goes on in different animal brains. Like, I think how smart is, pigs are. And, uh, you know, if you look at a pig... But those are mammals. Well, Yeah. But you just don't know. Dolphins are very smart. and They're super, super smart. Right? And so I don't know how different that is from a shark. But sharks, to me, are almost like dinosaurs. Well, that's it. So I'm like, It has a little pea brain. And all it's thinking about is murder. But you, we don't, I don't know that. I don't know that. I but don't hey, either. survival's always oh, the man, first thing. That guy was uh, bitten by a shark up north uh, two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. So maybe we should ask he him. He should have been in quarantine. Did you get a good look in the shark's <laughs> eyes? How, did he see Mormon fuzzy? Aside from the biting. Did he say sorry? Or did he just follow just Swim Just away. Take a bite and go. How rude. How rude. Yeah. What a jerk. Jerk. Okay. Um, I have a bunch of notes. Did well, you have you said you have no notes this week? I had no notes no. last week. Oh, Got I do have some things phone. to say though. Oh, okay. You have some things to say. Is You'll this the airing to... of grievances? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'll have to wait till the end for me to uh to reveal the things that I want to say. But I will tell you. You well, just that, have to this, stick around, Katie. This is a pod. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. You guys see what I have to put up with? I can't tell you how many times over the eight and a half years we've been on YouTube that Sean would say to me, hey, uh, when you're writing stuff for this video, you should include, stick around till the end. And I'm like, well, they have to stick. What do they stick around for? He's like, I don't know. Figure it out. Just get them stick around till the end. And I'm like, it's not a good <sighs> method. No. 
<laughs> I just never did it. I was like, I don't like that. I don't like when people say it to me and I'm not going to say it to them. But, you know, you got to get that watch time up. It's a YouTube algorithm. Whatever. Let's do this. What, what do we got? You're already What's sick happening? of my thoughts. Well. It's fair. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. We watched recently for the second time the record-breaking space jump by Felix Baumgartner. Oh, <laughs> can I tee this one up? Of course. All right. So I'm obsessed with um, Danger. Some say Danger is my middle, middle name. name. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but I really love watching other people in Danger. It's mm. it's a weird kick of mine. I'm sure other people because well, you get that we're adrenaline jumpy. We're adrenaline junkies, jumpies. Jesus Christ, Katie. This is what's happening in my brain right now. Words are just switching places. Um, but we're both adrenaline junkies, so no wonder. But I'm getting older, so I want to be an adrenaline junkie by proxy. Yeah, because you don't want to hurt yourself because we don't bounce back. Don't like mind we used seeing to. other people who do stupid things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see someone do you know be be harmed by someone and it's against their will. I don't want that. But if you're willingly going to go to the outer atmosphere. Yes, did you, look this up. If you have not seen this, Google it. Was it sponsored by probably Red Bull? It's Red Bull, yeah, Of course, for sure. it gives you wings, but it really doesn't. Yeah, he had it a parachute. did not give him wings. He had a par- well, the whole goal was for him to have a parachute. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so uh, this man, so Felix Baumgartner. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he does this stuff a lot. Uh, but he's retired now after this. This was his last... Oh, I mean, his poor we're, wife. We're going to jump from the moon next, yeah. You Mr. watch his, his wife and kids watching... Like from like a viewing station or something, you're like, yeah, I don't know how she puts up with that. Okay, so okay. the the whole thing is, mm-hmm. um, he's going to jump from a higher point than anyone than has ever anyone. jumped. And I think previously it was like a Russian cosmonaut in the '60s from a very Cosmi. high point. And and excuse me, if you know like the materials that people mm-hmm. use to protect themselves, whether you're camping, whether you're uh, rock climbing or whatever, going to Everest. You have to protect yourself for different atmospheres, right? Same well, thing with- Well, it's cold. The, the air is really thin. Different pressures. So you have to yeah. have the air. There's right. all sorts of stuff, yeah. So it's like the inverse of scuba diving. Yes. So scuba diving, there's more pressure because you're going under. Yep. Uh, the further you go, the atmosphere is- Well, the more water is on top of you, essentially, is how I've always thought of it. Yeah, and the further no you go scientist. away from the earth, the, the, the less- physicist. Um, mm-hmm. Atmosphere there. Yes. So, anyways- That's the like guy, why when you go up to the mountains, if you go skiing or snowboarding or sledding or any of that- You can jump higher. Oh, I would not no, even say that. But when you get out of the car, you're out of breath. Yeah. Like, even if you haven't done anything, like if we walk into a condo in Mammoth, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and it's because of, it, the air is thinner and my body's adjusting to it. And it's, I'm not getting as much oxygen as I do. Like, we're at sea level right now. So it's like, <sighs> yep. Okay. So, uh, so Homeboy gets inside of what can be described as a, a porta potty. And That's pretty much what it looks like. <laughs> it goes to the outer atmosphere. and I don't even know what the fuck that means. Well, the fir- there's like the ionosphere. There's all these different layers to our atmosphere, right? It's like an onion. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the further you go. I was quoting this as a Shrek quote. Oh. We're like onions. Continue. All right. Don- donkey, you know. Donkey. And, and Shrek. Shrek's like, no, I'm like, ogres are like onions. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. <gasps> I I didn't know if I should tell you that because that's another segue. But hold on. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So this man goes up to the outer atmosphere in uh, a tin can, a garbage can. In a tuna can in a t- porta body. The fucking equivalent. Good thing he's in a porta body because I get nervous. Might, might get the runs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I'm in a porta potty. I'm going to shit myself. Because he gets up there, right? It takes him forever. He's up at, I think it's oh. like 
80,000 feet off the is ground. Is it like a hot air balloon? Is that how they get him up there? Because yeah. it looked like that with the, you could hear the. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. okay. So okay. I'm following. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy is going to the outer atmosphere attached to what can be described as a nutsack <laughs> to a, a, uh, a tin can. So he gets the On outer, a hot air balloon. <laughs> and then he gets up there and all he had was a window getting up there and like. Yeah, you see I've his little face out. A, like, hmm. <laughs> you ever get on a roller coaster and like you're like. Oh, yeah, this is worse. And you're about to crest. This guy's at the. Everything. You should see the views. All these cameras. Well, he's in outer space for all intents and purposes. Didn't GoPro film it or something or. Probably. They film everything. But anyway, there were you could see his view and it legitimately you guys looks like a. Was it called a topiary map? Is that the right word? Okay. Where you see like whether it's mountains or not. Elevation. It was like, yeah, it was like yeah. brown and then this was green. And you're like. He was looking at the earth. Yeah. You, yeah, you legitimately can't I, I mean, see he's, shit. He's in outer space. It, pretty yes. much. Or the edge. So he's, he's just way out there. Right, right before becoming a member of NASA. Yes. Right. <laughs> so homeboy is sitting there and they open the doors to his little porta potty in space. And he scoots out. And he, he's kind of like balanced the on the edge, like on a little <laughs> bench. And, and, he, and they're like. Felix, are are you ready? Uh, if I could just get a couple of minutes. He know? doesn't say that. I forget what he says. I don't think he says anything at first. And they're like, can you hear us? And he's like, yes, just um, getting ready here or something. Yeah. And then. Just doing some last minute calculations so I don't fucking splatter against the earth, you know. And I so then mean, he jumps and it's kind of boring. He falls forever. Yeah, he just kind of leans forward. Because he's so far. He, yeah, he just leans forward. But the funny part is when he starts to spin. Well, that's not funny. That's terrifying. You I mean, homeboy's wanna... a daredevil. He know this is not an easy. It's not like oh he jumped off a two story building. Right. So he's a, plummeting at like terminal velocity. Yeah. And he's just plummeting, and he's even the when words, they're showing terminal the footage, velocity should not. That's like not a good thing. It'll kill you that speed. <laughs> so, so they they show the side angle of him plummeting, and he, he's in space, and mm-hmm. he's he's spinning, and he's starting to heat up, and then he blacks out. Well, I don't. Oh, does he? Because he says this is what's hilarious to me. They lose contact. He with says him for, to them over the intercom when they said, "How are you doing up there? Look, everything looks okay or something." He said, "I've been spinning for quite a while, and I th- I think I'm going to have to pass out, like as if it's a choice. Right? I'm going to have to just just give me a minute. I'll be back." <laughs> so homeboy passes out, and I don't know how stops spinning and comes to. I legitimately don't know. I think the pressure on his body uh, like was relieved. relieved. Yeah, and. Um, so then the blood flow went back to places where the blood flow goes. We're scientists. This yeah, is a science as you podcast. Can tell. <laughs> uh, but they had him hooked up heart rate monitors, everything. And it's, I don't know how long it took him. I kind of fast forwarded at one point cause he was just falling. Well, he's just falling forever. Yeah. And then, um, Oh, and more helicopters, which you probably won't hear, but we hear them all the time. Hello, coronavirus. So that was awesome. So yeah, it was really fun, and we've watched it twice in the last since he did it. Yeah, but it was really—it's crazy because he spins and blacks out, and then comes to, and then he's like, "I think I'm going to pull my uh, parachute or pull my ripcord or whatever." Pull my penis out. No, he did not. He's no, he's no Brett Favre. <laughs> then he pulls his ripcord, and then it's like you guys—it's as if he jumped out of a plane like a regular like. I don't know. I don't even know if that's a good example, but he just like drops to the ground, takes a few steps, like nothing. It was fucking yeah. crazy. I was like, wow, buddy. Would you let me do something like that? Fuck no. I'm what not- if you were mad at me? No, I still wouldn't. <laughs> that's like, I don't want to kill you. Oh. Also, I don't like that kind of stress. I don't like scary movies. Yeah. I don't like, th- I, I, I'm an adrenaline junkie as well. But the most, like, 
I don't know. Am I even past the point of bungee jumping? Maybe. I always wanted to. Oh, no, 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 no. Maybe it'd we, make my spine. I was going to bungee <laughs> jump. Um, I was about 16. Mm-hmm. PJ was there. He could One of my friends went when I was like 17 or something. I was like, ooh, should I do it? And my mom was like, over my dead body. Yeah. We went to a, a whitewater rafting center mm-hmm. uh, outside of Montreal by like two or three hours. There was a bunch of people that we worked with at the <laughs> restaurant that went. So okay. a bunch of people in their early 20s and um anyways yeah but <clears throat> while we're there go. uh no i went and i was ready to pay the 60 bucks or whatever yeah. to do it uh but one of the guys from our restaurant who i'll never i won't say his name but he always was getting hurt like oh he, no and he was gonna sign up that'd be like harry went first so chuck uh, was prone to get uh, being injured and uh we're all standing there at the base of this thing i'd never seen a bungee jump thing before this is in the uh early 90s so like 92 or something like mm-hmm. that and um, he's on the, <laughs> he's on top of the platform, and he gives us the signal, you know, like, all right, guys, I'm gonna do it, you know. Oh my God. And uh, they, I don't know if they still do it this way, but it used to be that towels were wrapped around your legs uh, by your ankles, I have no and then idea. they would put the harness on, and oh, to make sure it doesn't hurt you. Yeah, I think so. Um, I thought ours. Okay, my friend went. I saw photos. I was not there. Okay. There were no towels. I don't know what kind of jinky fucking shit this was. Theirs was like a foamed. It was made for it. It was like you, they wrapped them they around. They cinch it around. Yeah, and they cinch it tight. I think this may have been like an earlier version of that. Uh, That's fucking terrifying. If you know where this is going. Did um, his legs slip out and he okay. died? <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. I'm not laughing because of that. But Finish so, the story already. You're taking too long. You're so worrying me. He leaps off the platform. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's about 100 feet. I forget. I, I don't, don't know, know. Maybe 150. Who knows? Aww. And Chuck. Ah, uh, and the cord grabs you. Mm-hmm. Now they they um they choose which cord based on your, your weight. weight. Mm-hmm. At least they used to at the you know. That's how ours was too. Yeah. So, uh, I guess they did not um pick the right weight for Chuck or the right. His head? No, he didn't bang his head. Uh, in fact, the thing was so stretchy. Oh, he went. He got to the bottom which was nowhere near the bottom what you think it would be. It was like maybe halfway. halfway. And then he shot back in there <laughs> so fast. Oh, God. So it was like being on the on on a rubber band. band and, choo, and he gets shot back up in the air. And as he goes up in the air, this is where it gets bad. The cable, if you ever... Oh, no, did it wrap around him? Did yes, he like, it went ugh. slack. And then it wrapped all around his body, around his head, around his... Like the guy was... Caught up in a, in a ball of twine. And, oh God. and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so I've seen him get hurt at work before, and it's not pretty. I, I saw him f- slip in a uh, a wet uh, puddle in our uh, busboy station. Oh, no. And he touched the chip warmer, and he got shocked by the chip warmer, slipped, fell on the ground, and hit his head. So Jesus Christ. that's him on the ground normally. Um, anyways, I felt so bad. So Chuck is bouncing back into the air, and he's being wrapped up in the cable. The only way... You know that he's getting out of this is he's going to come back down, right? So of course, as he comes back down, it was like a, a kid's toy that was yeah, wrapped. Where he's up. like, he's like spinning out, he's spun out of everywhere. And um, while this, you know, while they sorted out, so he's he's not hurt, by the way. He he he, he makes it to the bottom. He's, he's just shocked. He's well, yeah, terrified. He's like, oh my god! Like he also has kind of like um, a rug burn all over him. <laughs> well, yeah, because the ru- <laughs> like the rubber his, of the his ooh, shoulder, his it probably back, hurt, it, but he's fine. I bet it hurt, man. Probably terrifying too, um, but I didn't stick around to find out how terrified he was because I went to the cashier and I was like, "I, I don't want to go." I'm, I need I'm out. my money back. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. I just kind of. Did anybody else go? 
Um, you think after that everybody would be like, cool, peace out. Yeah, I don't think Can't Mark Montreux went. Carl didn't go. Mark's too smart for PJ, that. Yeah, Mark, Mark did not. Uh, yeah, PJ, I can't imagine PJ even. He probably just came to laugh at everybody. Oh, I can't imagine PJ doing something like that. Yeah, PJ, yeah, it was, it was good. That's Anyways. crazy. Anyway, so that's as close as you've been to any kind of. Danger. Danger is not my middle name. <laughs> Jumping off. You didn't even do it. I didn't go either. No. So I only heard about it later. It was like a group of people that went and I was like, mm. I was hey. interested, but I wasn't sure. And my mom was like, no. Yeah. And it also, it, it also seemed like it was that. kind of in the early days of bungee jumping. I think it would probably be better now, you know? Probably. I mean, it like would I been... just put a headset on, live, sit in my living room and, and watch someone else. <laughs> oh, that would be jump. cool. I could do things that way. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I would sit there and put a fan on you and blow, you know, cool air. You're like, oh, it was so windy out there. So wind. I felt the wind on my face. It was beautiful. I don't know about VR. I'm, I'm not sold on it. I, I've made VR films. It definitely, you can hear, you hear the, the birds? birds. They could hear, I said it in my podcast too, because I was like, oh, they're here. Because we have the, I told them about the, the nest. We um, have a bird's nest outside of our door. That is not uh, extra special sound effects no. that we paid for. Those are actually baby birds. And we saw them building the nest and we were like, oh, they're probably going to abandon it because it's outside our door. So we like walk out the door all the time, <clears throat> but they haven't. And we, we do not, we try to not disturb them as much as possible, but I still like, I'm going to live my life. I'm not like not going to take the trash out because they're there. Although we're using Instacart during the COVID mm -hmm. and um, we're having a hard time getting hold of eggs. So that's kind of the ulterior motive for letting that's the birds build their eggs. That's all. It's so terrible. Also gross. You don't even know what the fuck they are if you can even eat them. I don't even Exotic know how eggs. eggs work. I'm no Dw Dwight Schrute. <clears throat> okay. So yep. we're not, we're not risk takers. We kind of are, but in our own. I like that on finances. They ask you, um, how oh, much yeah. risk do you want to take? I know. You're like, I'm like, uh, I don't know, the medium amount. I'm like, how Do you want to go real risky and get real rich? Mm, can I go real poor with that too? You I know. know. Like, yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. Also, it's like, it's your age and there's a lot of factors. Um, but before we move on, <clears throat> I always wanted to go bungee jumping. My mom was like, no. But when I was young, I think younger before, I want to say I was like 13, 14. This is where I got the taste for that kind of thing was my dad and I, we were in Florida because I used to play softball um, where we'd like tour and like travel. It was like a, I don't even know what you call it. A club league. Yeah. We don't call it that though. It's like. A travel league. I don't know. I don't even remember. Select. Ooh. Maybe select. I don't know. Um, I forget. It's not important. <clears throat> anyway, we traveled to Florida for nationals, I think it was. And we were in Kissimmee, Florida. I always liked that name. And we stayed. I want to say. After that, I think it was after that, we went to Orlando because we we're going to go to Walt Disney World because yeah. like my mom was like, we're already here. It was my brother, my dad, my mom and I. Um, and at that time, Nick was in this goth phase, my brother. So he was wearing like all black. And you guys know Do you how have a photo of that? Oh, I wish I did. I probably do somewhere. It's got to be. My mom probably has them because ah, from, yeah. from that vacation. I'd like to see that. Oh, my God. You guys, my brother, Nick, if you're listening, I'm, I apologize. But, you know, hey, I did some weird shit, too. Feel free to share that. Um, <clears throat> anyway, he went through this phase of wearing only black. And Florida is so fucking hot and humid. We were there in, like, God only knows. It was summertime when we were out of school. So it was either June, July, or August. So, like, pick pick a hotter month. I dare, I dare you. And Nick's wearing like black jeans, black t-shirt. He refused to wear shorts. Um, Good on you, buddy. Good on you. It's just so funny thinking back because he was like miserable and like complaining all the time. Anyway, so we go to Orlando to go to Walt Disney World. And after it was one day we'd finished, I don't know if we were like Epcot or something. And we drive by this thing that has, it's like one of the world's largest swing. And I was like, 
I want to do that. And my dad's like, I'll do it with you. And I was like, cool. So we go. Um, and my brother and mom are like, you guys are stupid. We're not doing this at all. Fucking idiots. We're going to watch you. We'll get a, a hot dog or hamburger and we'll wait for you here. <clears throat> so they're like down by the like food court area. And my dad and I go up and we go together because you can go together um, because I was like 13. So I had to go with at least with an adult. So it was either my dad or one of the people that I'm assuming runs the place. Anyway, so it pulls you up in that ratcheting like, you know, it's like you get higher, higher, higher. Yeah. And then you have to pull your own cord to let yourself go to swing. There's no parachute. There's no nothing. You're just swinging. It's probably a legal issue. Uh, you, you pull the cord. All right. Must be. Anyway. My dad's like, do it, sis, pull the cord. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. And I'm on his belly. So I'm like looking down. He's like behind me, you know? And he's like, do it. You can do it. Just take your time. You can pull it. Do it in three. I was like, you got to do it, dad. He's like, okay. Boom. He pulls it. We just fly. And I, after doing it, I was like, I want to go again. Because <laughs> if you go again, it's 50% off. And my mom was like, we got to go. And my dad and I were like, damn. Believe it or not, I'm walking Shoom. on him. I never thought I'd be so free. I don't know if I have photos of it. I hope I have photos Flying of it. away on a wing in a prayer. Who could it be? Oh, believe, believe it or not, not it's, it's just me. me. Um, I was like, you know the rest and of this. And my dad. And my dad flying through the air. Screaming like a little girl. But I think that risk taker part of me is definitely my dad. Like mm. my mom is not a risk taker. Calculated you, risk. Yeah, very, Shoot. very calculated. <laughs> which I think is not risk. Yeah. It's like I assessed. I thought about it. I assessed again, and then I made a thoughtful decision. Yeah, my mom's the responsible part of me, but my dad is the risk taker. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fair enough. Which I do think I operate more within my mom's way of thinking than my dad's, but his has come in handy sometimes too. Yeah. Okay. So that's my story. I flew through the air with the greatest greatest of ease, but not at first. <laughs> um, and then, okay, we had we have a couple of things. First of all, thanks, John, for the memes. We got those. I'm excited. I can't wait to share them. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So they people have been sending in stuff by email, and I'm terrible at it because I don't know how to. Sean's not very organized, so we'll work on it. Yeah. So I do have them. Um, I've been printing them out, and we'll be just be answering yeah, I've, them I've as, as we go. So we have. And we'll get through as many as we can. If your question isn't answered, feel free to send it again. Um, the thing is, to the emails, if you, the shorter you keep them, the better because then we'll actually get a chance to read them if they're too long it's just it's going to take up too much of the podcast time just to like read through like pages and pages and pages um so yeah or if you like need to give us background information that's cool just bold the part that needs to be read or the Ooh. question hey it's like i've done this before yeah um cool so yeah so that's that so we have some questions that's what oh, these right. papers are the papers um but another thing on my list is things i used to ask my mom slash parents pretty woman and rum punch Mary Poppins. Those are my notes. Discuss amongst yourself. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what's going on. No, we were talking about this. Um, so I don't know if any of you watched movies. As an adult, you look back and you're like, I can't believe my parents let me watch that. It's so inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Like Pretty Woman, for instance. I love that movie as a kid. Um, I thought it was so romantic and so cute. And I loved like he snaps her fingers and the thing. Ooh. Uh, didn't understand what a hooker was. Also, a hooker with a heart of gold either. There's some concepts here that, you know. It's all very, you yeah. know, it's a very, very cloudy. Um, and there were multiple things in that movie. Uh, like, I, I'm not going to remember the exact script of it, but I remember asking my mom about this and her, her answer is beautiful. It's hilarious now as an adult. So when uh, 
when he picks up Julia Roberts' character from the street, because she's a hooker, it's already kids shouldn't be watching this, um, she she tells him how much it's going to be. There's like, you know, I forget, the $300. Going rate? Going rate. I don't know. Anyway, and he says that's pretty stiff. And she reaches in his crotch and she says, no, but it's got potential. And as a kid, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? She's checking his wallet. You're like, what, what's going on? I legitimately <laughs> didn't understand. And so I remember watching it with my mom. And like, I don't even know if I was supposed to be watching it. I could have come in the room and it was late at night. I don't even know. I can't recall. But I asked, I'm like, mom, what does she mean by that? I don't understand. What's like stiff? And mom said, oh, it means it's very expensive. And she just says that his, his suit is very expensive. That was her explanation. And Crafty. I said, I said, I don't know if that makes any sense. She goes, Katie, if you if you don't understand it, you're too young to know. And she just shut it down. And I was like, damn, I didn't understand. And then because we didn't have the internet, you guys, I went looking through the encyclopedia to to see if stiff had a different meaning. And uh, as a child in the age pre-internet, you were left with nothing but your older siblings knowledge. Oh. What did Nick have to tell you? Nothing. No, oh, he had nothing in there. No, mom, mom shut him down early on. Like, okay. you can't tell Katie shit. Okay. Ugh. So, but as, a, as an adult, I look back and I'm like, oh, my God. Hey, if you're going to learn about prostitution, it might as well be from America's <laughs> sweetheart, you know? Uh, it was Julia Roberts or... How do parents uh, deal with that shit, man? You know? I mean, to have to be on all the time with kids to make sure you don't say something. Like, I was such... Kids are such sponges. Like, I pick up on all sorts of shit. I also remember looking in the encyclopedia to learn what a blowjob was because I didn't know what that meant. Did you find out? No. All encyclopedia right. doesn't have shit like that. It was like, it. I don't even think, it went from like, I don't know. I don't know how kids can um, now they be have the living internet. in the world today. Oh my God. I, I re- like you can find anything Parents you need to know. Parents can't keep anything a secret. Yeah. But, I could um, look up right now if I was back eight-year-old, 10-year-old Katie or however old I was, look up Julia Roberts no, but it's got potential, and it'd probably tell me exactly what was happening. And now you get like a deep fake, you know, like they, oh yeah, like they're. Anyways, it doesn't matter. We don't have to go into that. That's. But I that's thought it was really problem. funny. Like things. Do you have any recollection of asking your sister or parents if things that are un- like inappropriate? Mm-mm. My next one is rum punch on Mary Poppins, because when they're drinking, taking their medicine, they say mine tastes like strawberry. Mine tastes like I don't even know orange sickles banana splits i don't even know what they say and mary poppins takes hers and she says mine tastes like rum punch rum punch yep because i gotta take their medicine and i was like what's rum punch my mom was like it's just a sweet flavor it's like candy it's like an adult drink people have at parties or something i don't even know and i was just like oh hmm i want to taste rum punch my mom's like sometime Mm mm-hmm you know like shit you yeah just moving on she paid if she made a stink about it you would have been curious oh and i was already curious when your parents put up some sort of a a roadblock that's you're like well fuck i'm gonna do that oh right well that's like when um like with cussing they say if you don't want your child to use curse words you have to act like they're no not anything at all Mm -hmm. and then they'll just move on yeah little bastard (laughs) i nothing i enjoy more than children cussing like little kids when they use it properly it's even better because like it's cute if they screw up oh, and they say mm-hmm. something in a, inappropriate, kind of they're, they're trying to express. Figure out how to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when they nail it. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember I was a babysitter and nanny for many years. That's, I did it through undergrad and part of graduate school. Even when I was dating you, I think I was still like house sitting slash babysitting nanny. I mean, some <laughs> could say you're still babysitting now. <laughs> 
In some ways, but not all. Not all the ways. Anyway. I don't want to go to bed. Stand up. <laughs> I'm like, fine, suit yourself. Slam the door. Um, good luck tomorrow, buddy. <laughs> but one of the kids I babysat, Phoebe, who's now like 18 years old. That's what we're really fucking She's probably like at. 20 now. 25. No, she's, she's just graduated high school, I think. Or about to. She's like 17. 16, 17, actually. Anyway, she was just a little tyke. She's probably two years old. And um, it was her and her twin brother, and they had another little brother, Andrew. And we, I had to get them in the car. I don't know if we're going to the park or maybe we weren't even in the car. Maybe we're just walking to the park. Either way, we were like on the move. We were on a sidewalk um, or in a car or something, and there was traffic because it's LA. So there's traffic everywhere. You go on a main street, and you know, there's yeah. traffic. And she, <laughs> she like, Without missing a beak, I think she was in the front seat of the. I think it, now that I'm thinking about it, I think she was in like a um, a stroller. I think I was walking on the sidewalk with them. Anyway, she goes, "Oh well, shit, so much traffic," and <laughs> just like as if it was nothing. And I was Can't like, "Say the darndest things," <laughs> and it caught me off guard. Yeah. And so I just I said, "Yeah, you're right. There is traffic, Phoebe. It's a lot of traffic." Yeah, shit. And that was it. And then her parents came home later and I was like, oh my gosh, she said the funniest thing. Like they were at bed, you know, and I'm like, we went walking, I, we were walking down Jamba Juice and, and she said, oh shit. And her mom's like, that's my fault. That's my fault. I do it all the time when I get on the freeway. I'm like, well, fuck this traffic. And she goes, and I started to notice. And so I started to say shit instead of fuck. And I mean, here we are. <laughs> Next up, Sean's poor Spanish skills. <laughs> uh, my Spanish is not poor. We've already talked about this. Did we? Yeah. I wrote I it can't down. speak English. I learned it from your book. Yeah, oh, no, I, I've never learned Spanish. I don't know why. You um, said something the other day that really made me laugh, and so I put it on my phone. I forget what it was. It was something... You use the wrong word a lot of times in the wrong way, and it creates hilarious sentences to me. Like, yeah. uh, something... Uh, I wish I could remember exactly, but you... It's like when he wants to say something is, like, very, very... Muy, muy. Good. Yeah, muy, muy, but you don't always say that. You don't use muy as very. Sometimes you use it. Mas? T- yes, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it's like more or very. Go ahead. Test my Spanish. <laughs> I've got, I got the skills, Katie. But I, you, he always says to me, como estas? And I'll say something to the effect of like, I don't know, bien or uh, cansada y tú. Meaning like I'm good or I'm sleepy or I'll give him some kind of, you know, descriptive word. And then in response to that the other day, you said something to the effect of... Bueno. No. no. You said, muy, muy, uh, muy, muy satisfacto or something. It was a totally made up word. I'm going to call it bullshit on this. It was I a weird word. You, mm, no. What would you say in response if I said, ah? I would probably say bueno. Me too. Good. Bueno. Is, I, That's I usually good. what you say, but this time yeah. you said something different and it wasn't like you. And then I said, do you realize what you said? And you were like, no. And then you just moved on and it made me laugh. So I wrote down your poor Spanish skills. I'm not going to deny the poor Spanish <laughs> skills. I am going to deny that story. Moving on. What else okay. we got? It's true though. Okay. Because that's why I wrote it down. Next one is Lori Laughlin and Massimo dude going to jail. That's my note. <laughs> yeah. Fucking right. losers. Yeah. She's unrepentant and therefore they should throw the book at her. And her daughter knows too. So she should already be in jail. Yeah. I, so I have a couple of things that I think. And she they should also sh- have to row. Or did I just take the wind out of your sails? No, it's a rowboat. It's going to keep with the <laughs> with the water-based. Yeah. No, but I, I think that, um, so the punishments, and for anyone yes. who doesn't know, this is the college admission scandal. They spent $500,000 <clears> getting their daughter into USC, or both their daughters. I don't know if it's both or one. 
I don't even know. Do they have so, two daughters? Nobody cares. Uh, basically, this is just a a rich person. Th- I think it goes on more. Oh, I and think I think that's why the they did not want to uh, to mention it because, or, or they they wanted to deny it, or because mm-hmm. they believed that they would get off. But the more that they were uh, denying it, the deeper the hole was. They were well digging. because it wasn't just like what happens. I think more commonly. Like I could probably name a few people I went to college with, with which I won't because they were just like did not belong there, but their parents had a shit ton of money and then like a building would go up that had their name on it. I think that happens a lot. Sure. Where a parent will sure. a parent will donate. I'm pretty sure that's why Puff Daddy's uh, kid is at um, UCLA on the football team. One hundred percent. You know, I mean, and schools do need to have rich people that put money into because donors. schools are poor. No, I'm just kidding. Schools they're are not, rich. They're as not poor. Fuck. They have so much money. And Harvard took how much money for the PPP know, or whatever the fuck? Do you fuck? know what? Yeah, 20 something million. Fuck them. I know it's a private endowment. Yeah, I'm really pissed off fu- about that. I, know, I hope they have up. to give the money shut back. Oh, oh, oh. You know what's happening along the lines of college admission? Yes. Um, it looks like the pissing match between the United States and China is heating up. They are going to, it looks like. Oh, not let any of the kids come back? Yes. Anyone from mainland China? I get it, but it sucks for the kids. Um, <clears throat> yeah, because they're they're saying that's where a lot of the espionage is happening. Um, I mean, the parents come back too, right? Like, oh, Lamar, uh, your partner who works at that school that has a lot of Chinese students, they're going to really suffer. Yeah. No, the, the school systems are going to be in a lot of trouble because what they've done, and I could be wrong, this is just an they, opinion. I think they charge a premium. Yeah, yeah. If you're a foreign student. It's like double. Want, Right. Because Pepper, I went to Pepperdine and we had a ton of foreign students and the ones that came that didn't have scholarships. So we had a lot of water polo scholarship guys and baseball scholars that were like foreigners, like from different countries. However, the ones that weren't one of those had a fuck, like a fuck ton of cash. Yeah, like, sure. They'd have parties at their house in Malibu. Their parents were renting them. It was fully furnished. And like you guys like 4,000 square feet on the water, like ridiculous shit where you're like, this isn't right. It's Driving like a brand new Maserati. They hate him. I came from a very, very small town where nobody had any money. I didn't even know what fancy brands were. Like Louis Vuitton was not a thing. And then you go to Pepperdine and I was like. Yeah. It, <clears throat> my dad invented are... the twist tie. And you're like, fuck. My dad welds. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Um, at least your dad does something on a consistent basis instead of just inventing one thing once and then rotting, you know? True. Thanks, okay. dad. Okay. So, but anyway, so college, colleges. Yeah, so they, they take a lot of money from uh, foreign students, yeah, but it looks do. like the U.S. government is going to close that visa uh, process so they won't be mm-hmm. handing out um, student visas. Wow. Ultimately... Is that gonna? Is that just China, or is that gonna affect everybody? Because there's a lot of okay. Because I was like, yeah. that's kind of sucks. Because and I would assume any other country that um, they point the finger at for espionage. So mm. we'll see what happens. I don't think it's gonna Maybe affect Russia. Russia. Mother Russia. That that would be the other one they're kind of talking about. Mm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, that's crazy. But anyway, so Lauren you know Laughlin what, and fuck anyone who is coming here to steal secrets from science. Right. You know. Um, but also, like the U.S. has kind of shot ourselves in the foot. We should have been keeping those people. From science. What does that mean? Uh, anyways. But we should have been keeping the people who we've educated because not all of them, because if people want to go back, they can. But like we should be offering them, you know, green cards and No, stuff. but this is a bigger problem. So oh. people come from um, mainland to China. steal you know, intelligence. I don't know if they, they do that in the beginning, but let's say you get into, um, I don't know, Stanford, okay, mm-hmm. and you're uh, a post-grad um, mm-hmm. you're in STEM, so, uh, yeah, science, working, technology, engineering, and math. Mm-hmm. And you're working on, uh, some program that has, uh, some real, it's cutting edge. Mm-hmm. 
well, once I think these students get to that point in their life, I mean, they have ties with China. And I think the Chinese government taps these kids like, hey, this guy's a real rock star. They know your grades. They know your family. I think they lean on them and put them in. Them. I don't know if it's a threat, but like maybe in the name of uh, the nation, you know, you, you need to do this for us. So they, they probably lay mm -hmm. it on just like we see on TV here with people working for the But don't Secret you think Service. we do the same thing? Yes. Not saying it's right or wrong. No, I, I, <laughs> but. I, I'm not saying that we we probably do very similar things, but what I am saying is that it has to stop in the United States. Yeah. So well, I don't know if the United States does it abroad, and if they do, mm -hmm. they should stop. Um, theft but anyway, is theft. Uh, yeah, totally, I agree. Theft is theft, but I do think um, something that the U.S. should do, not to get political, but like if you educate someone and they're really good at a certain job or they have a certain insight into something, we should try to keep that talent. Yeah. We should make it easy the for them. You don't train to them and send them back to <clears throat> India, which is what's happening now. It's been happening. Yeah. So I think that we should be able to retain people if they want to stay um, so that they can, we can use yeah. all of their great new thoughts and brain juice. They need to be retaining anyone who's trained in the United States at a university. Mm -hmm. They should have a shot at, at living here permanently because what's the point of, Training someone and sending them home. Yeah, you you lose that. You know yeah, where it, they could be working for. Um, it's like a brain drain. Yeah. We're losing it. Um, but anyway, that Lori Laughlin and the thing that was kind of funny to me is I just went on a rant. I'm sorry. <clears throat> you did. It's okay. Um, her husband Massimo, whatever the fuck his first name is, nobody cares. Gina Nelly. Uh, Gina Vanelli. Gina Manelli. Uh, Gina Bambino. Liza Manelli. Liza Manelli. That's what it is. Anyway, he he owns that clothing company that was really popular when I was in like middle school. Massimo. Massimo. Do you guys remember Massimo? Anyway, that's how he made his monies. Um, it just cracks me up. And then his their daughter was like a fucking YouTuber. I hope she lost subscribers. What a loser. You took she they essentially took took a position from someone else. Well that's what bothers me. Okay. <clears throat> I'm not going to fault her at all. I'm faulting her. Yeah, but it's somewhat of a child, right? So I'm not. I'm not here to to. You have to lie and say you're on the rowing team. I think she's an adult. Goes, she's 18, so. Yeah. I don't. I don't hold any punches. Well, punch her in the throat. Am I right? I, all I'm saying is that you could be under the influence of your parents. They could be really pressuring you. We're going to do this. It's going to be great. Have you watched her YouTube videos? No, I'm just saying okay. Okay. that. Like I, I don't. You make a lot of dumb mistakes when you're younger. This is one. Agreed. Of them. It's Agreed. a really dumb mistake, but That's it was at the behest of her parents. One. Her parents paid 500k for but her to go to school. How do you know that she wasn't like, "Mom, I really want to get she USC," been. and I didn't get in? She could have been. Make something happen. Call somebody. But I don't know the scenario, right? I, I don't, don't know either. those details. But I'm just saying you're assuming one, and we don't know. The I parent is way. in charge. The parent is the person who's responsible. The parent really shit the bed, and honestly. I think that the the fine should be greater than what they're getting. Oh, 100%. Because you know that if you defrauded an institution, mm -hmm. if you were poor, if you were oh God, uh, yeah. poor, if you were, uh, let's say, not white, uh, chances are you're probably getting a more severe sentence. Oh, 100%. So this not to mention the fact spoiled, that- Spoiled uh, wealthy elitism, elitism, whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it. Uh, it's it's really disgusting and and- it's things like that that make you lose faith in the system. Like you're like, fuck, I don't have a shot. I'm not saying me. And, and I'm not saying that's, but that's the case. But that's, but that's where people feel disenfranchised. Well, and that's the frustration of it is the fact that as a scholarship student, um, if I'd applied to USC and didn't get in, 
Not that I would have went there because I didn't even apply because I don't like that school at all. It's too big for me. It's too yeah. overwhelming. Um, but I'd be fucking pissed. Because yeah. How many people didn't get in because of the scam? And you have to pay to apply and you put in all that time and energy into your application. False hope. If all it takes is someone just fucking paying money, it's ridiculous then. And I get it like from a school perspective. I understand um, they're money hungry, they're money grubbing, and that guy was taking his cut that was part of like some of the, the admissions program. Yeah, to be fair, it wasn't the school itself. It was the sports yeah, admission program guy. director and this other but scam how did they artist. not realize like, hey, she doesn't even they row. Know. I know. They you, know. Everybody's they don't taking care. a cut and they don't care. That's it. Oh, you got, uh, oh yeah, that, I their, think, their parent is a very famous designer and, and the mom is a hack actress from uh, Full House. You remember that show? Right. <laughs> you know? Designers are just a loose term. Yeah. Massimo was like. But, you know, the, anyways. But yeah. At the end of the I day, just, can't. they made I mistakes can't. and I hope I hope that they learn from it. I don't think they I don't did think they are. based on how they defended their case. But All of them. There were maybe, like three parent, three groups of parents, right? Maybe the they one have from to pay for Scott's tots or something like that. <gasps> you know, like you got to put a bunch of kids through. School. Well, that's what we thought is that they should have to pay. So they got two of their daughters, I believe, into university. They should have to pay for. They should pay a fine, go to jail, and pay for two other complete scholarship students mm-hmm. selected by the admissions committee that they have to pay through. Also, their- make them row to Hawaii. Make them and join back. the rowing team. Yeah. You're going to learn how to row, <laughs> You kids. said she rowed. Guess what? Now you get to row. Yeah. Row, 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 row till you row can row no more. Right out of jail. Yay ho. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, that well. was just ridiculous. And they just, the fact, the, the fact of the matter I think that bothers me is that this took taxpayers' dollars also. To process it? Yeah. And they kept saying, that the others like admitted to it and paid a fine and they, they let them off. And they were like, I'm so sorry. Not got off, but they paid a fine and whatever they had to do. But these fuckers, Massimo and Lori or whatever, like were like, no, no, no. Yeah. So they, they, I hope they have to go to jail actually because they're supposed to serve five months. Uh, he's getting five months. She's getting, um, I think it's two and a half. Mm-hmm. But because of the situation with COVID, what inevitably will happen is their lawyer will argue. They'll be on house arrest. Yeah, exactly. So big fucking difference. I don't know. I don't know. They probably live in like a $10 million home or some shit. Make them live in a rowboat. Make them live in an apartment in LA. Mm. even worse just yeah. kidding <laughs> and pay rent. down with the man pay okay. rent um so that's all i had on my notes i liked it did you have anything now you said you had things you wanted to say mm-hmm. um i think we're gonna have to get rid of our plant i know i uh, think felicia's on the way out you looking guys le- more leathery than me in palm springs uh yeah i mean <laughs> she's not very she's not doing very well we tried to propagate her and it's kind of propagating a little bit but i think something's wrong with her yeah so, all right well that plant's gone um so, so i think we might we're, we're looking for new things for the set we're gonna have to well i think we need to get a table and put the those plants on it and uh, not have a tree right now until we like move into a condo or a house yeah, or something fair enough you know what i've been finding really interesting is when people mm-hmm. have been writing in their um their letters yes. uh, or their emails <laughs> when they were writing their letters um there there's some really nice messages that have been coming through but people are all over the world it's really oh yeah it's very cool it's interesting is and that your segue into the notes because you didn't actually can, have things that you wanted to talk about no we, <laughs> we we i'm just thinking like that's that was on my mind as i was uh looking at the the podcast this week and, mm-hmm. it's very um, cool all the comments um i'm really enjoying it so that's cool, cool. That, i guess that was a segue what do you got so you don't have anything else you said you had things i do have things what are your things um well one thing, we got out anything. and we walked 15 miles uh, plus over the weekend. Yeah, we did. We walked three days in a row. 
I my thought it butt was, was so sore. Was it? <laughs> Remember? I said my low back upper butt muscle, that muscle across the You were the playing top. tough because I asked you, because I felt that too. And you were no, like, No, not mm. until, not until yesterday, or was it yesterday or day before? Remember I told you, I said, okay. oh, that muscle sore. So. But it took a while. I have bad feet. They're, they're horrible, <laughs> you guys. Two left feet. No. Um, <laughs> like in good, good, what is it? Not good show. Uh, best in show. Best in show. Yeah. No, but my feet get sore, you know, whatever. It just, he's had, we need to get him in to see a podiatrist, but right now with COVID. I'm getting old and my feet get sore. I think he's always had foot problems, but he's never done anything. It was about when it. we played uh, indoor soccer. It's a long time ago, guys. On it's like, concrete. It's like 10 years uh, that's ago. That's when I first noticed my feet were getting sore, but mm-hmm. I think it's just from playing sports. Anyways, uh, something I learned this weekend. Yes. And maybe this is why I have sore feet. You should replace your shoes on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I had not been doing that. Um, I was walking in chucks, you know, cause chucks, I figure. What they're like walking on wooden boards. There's no. legitimately no support in them. Yeah. Sean has a lot of weird fallen, beliefs around feet for a while. He went I, through this have, phase. Go ahead. I may have fallen through, uh, or fallen into some sort of, um, conspiracy against the footwear companies or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that's all about, but, uh, there's a type of shoe that I purchased zero Vivo. drops. No. The first one that I got into. So basically, the oh, point yes, being is I that I have. I remember those. Sorry. Yes. I remember the really wide footbed. Sean already has extremely wide feet. Yeah. I look like, uh, you know, when you go um, snorkeling and you put on the uh, <laughs> the flippers. They're not that bad. They're but pretty he, wide. He has very wide, like Flintstone feet. And webbed. Like They're I, not webbed. I'm like a platypus. He can, He's not a platypus. You have no <laughs> webbed toes. I had a girlfriend that I went to high school who had a webbed toe. Hey. That is just someone who can swim faster. Her too. We used to joke because we went to swimming. We were like, Jenny, you're going to swim so much faster. Yeah. And she was like, knock it off. I don't know. It was funny because she talked for a while. She was like, I'm just going to have my mom go take me to a doctor and they'll just like snip it because it was just skin holding the two toes together. Like a little foot uh, circumcision or something. But I don't think she ever did because who the fuck cares? Yeah. Anyway, um, Sean went through this rabbit, like down this rabbit hole of like, damn the man don't wear good tennis shoes, wear tennis shoes, like those barefoot tennis shoes. And I remember talking to my mom about it because my mom has a bone spur in one of her toes. And so she's going to the podiatrist like every couple of weeks for a while. And um, it's supposed to do all these different exercises and all sorts of different things. And I told her about what you were saying. And she's like, no, I asked him to my podiatrist about it. And he said that, that that's like a conspiracy. And there are right, certain well, exercises you should be doing, but you also need extra support, especially if you have damage. Yeah. Which I think you might have. Anyway, that was the end of my my take on this. The working theory is uh-huh. that um, people don't use their feet the way they used to. We sit a lot, so the what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> and then your belly punches out, and your backgrounds, and you're staring at your keyboard funny. No, um, so what would it mean to stare at your keyboard funny? Because you're like your head's down, you're just kind of like, oh, oh you've okay. given up at your desk. I was doing this like, yeah. staring at it funny. Uh, so, so if you. Uh, if you're not using your feet regularly, the muscles regularly, uh, <laughs> the muscles just aren't working the mm-hmm. way they should. They they kind of fall out of sync. Maybe they atrophy a little bit, as opposed to the person who is walking around like we used to as humans before shoes were invented, right? Yeah, but if you ever walked barefoot for any amount of time, even as a kid, I used to run barefoot, and I remember playing tennis with my girlfriend Lisa. Yeah barefoot yeah and the next day i had huge not even just blisters like the skin on my foot like it couldn't handle the and that's modern footwear that's doing that to you i think that's ridiculous so so anyways, it's called 
my feet aren't callous this thick. Because my feet were sore, I was looking at solutions and something that's popped up in the sports world. And I've heard a lot of people talk about it, that um, having an open toe bed. Well, if a lot of people are talking about it, it must be true. Well, a lot of doctors. So that's what Twitter that's what Twitter believes. So if, if you have an open toe bed, your, your feet can uh, spread out the way they're supposed to, as opposed to being jammed into a Well, of a course toe you box. shouldn't be jammed into, like, my right. toes you don't Right, you see why hit. women's feet are all jacked up? Well, you wear high heels. High heels? Like, that's not how people walk, right? You're limiting the range of motion of your calf. So you, you actually don't have that suspension. Then you're jamming your toes. Like totally. the mechanics are all wrong. I don't think high heels are good for your feet at all. But I do not think that the shoes that you had purchased to try to widen said toe bed were good for your feet either. Because yeah. there's plenty of wide shoes. Like my toes don't run into anything in my running shoes or my walking shoes or whatever. Great. Well, so I have <laughs> wide feet and wearing Nikes were, or Nikes. How do you say it? Is it Nike or Nike? It's Nike. Are you serious? Well, some people say Nike, don't they? Who? Don't talk to those people. They're stupid. Isn't that his last name, Phil Phil McKnight? I don't know what alternate universe you've come from. I know they've discovered an alternate. I'm just catching up on some of the trends that these kids are wearing these uh, these Nike shoes. <laughs> hey, uh, my man, I like your Nike shoes. They're pretty nice. Is that a is that a Canadian thing? Sean says a lot of brand names differently than Americans. Like Acura, you say Acura. Yeah, yeah it's true. I don't even <laughs> want to say it because you're just gonna make fun of me. I didn't know if I was saying it the way that you, I was like, wait, how do you say it? Yeah. Mario how you Kart. say is how you say yeah, Mario. Mario. But you say Mario. Yeah. I know. I'm learning. I live in the States. I'm now. It's Mario. You've been here for like 20 years. Mario Kart. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, continue. Mm-hmm. No, anyway. So I, I've tried different types of <laughs> shoes and, um, but we went walking the 15 miles and I mm-hmm. did have on some We bought him new, new shoes. And man, I felt like I was walking in clouds. It was really a big difference. Um, they were the Nikes. Yeah. Was, <laughs> okay. Well, yep. That's that's where the story ends. Because I can't get a word in edgewise. Just get beat up by my wife. The Nikes. Uh, we are the Knights of yeah. Nike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got a Oh, okay. Got a we got a question. There? It's from Nat. Hi, Nat. Um, says, hey, uh, Sean and Katie, great podcast, great distraction, and a good laugh, especially in these weird times. So happy we could help. I have two questions. One more on the serious spectrum and one for a good laugh. Ah, and some fun. Okay. I appreciate it. Question for Sean. Yes, I'm putting you on the spot, she says. Since meeting Katie and hearing her talk about her work and working on her channel, have you noticed changes in your own self-awareness? Have your views on mental health and mental illness changed? Maybe even on your own mental health? Well, Nat, that's an excellent question. Uh, the answer is yeah. I, I've learned a lot. Um, I, I knew nothing about uh, mental health prior to this. I just knew kind of how I felt and everything was pretty hunky-dory. But uh, when when faced with uh, like difficult times or, mm-hmm. or, or, or stressful scenarios, whenever you're moving, jobs, family, it doesn't matter, I realized that especially over the last eight years that I was not equipped properly with a tool set to handle, uh, not crisis, but you know, upset stress. Yeah. I I didn't have those tools and I I don't know what, I I don't, I don't know where they teach it. If it's at school, if it's at home, it's home usually, but but there's a real lacking in it. And that's why I think the channel does well is because you can just, like you said earlier, like you need to find something out. You'd go to an encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. Now people can go to the internet. And so, yeah, I've definitely 
learned and changed and grown, I think. Probably not on the outside as much, but. I think you have. I find it interesting when you, you'll have a friend or someone, uh, I don't know, coming, to, not necessarily coming to you with their problems, but just like talking to you about something. And you'll like Send say. Send a video link? Well, no, but you'll say exactly like, I think what I probably said in oh. videos. He'll like use the exact phrasing. He'll, and it's just really funny to me because I'll be like, oh, I guess you are listening. Yeah. Well, another thing that has happened is because I edit the videos. Mm-hmm. You say it once, I edit it. Yeah, you listen to it like 5,000 times. Over and over while you're editing. And then... Um, Through osmosis, you absorb. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's yeah. all. And you haven't gotten into your own therapy. Yeah, I did. I yeah. started seeing a psychiatrist, which uh, I think is probably one of the most interesting things I've ever done. It's really helpful. Yeah. Someone listens to your problems. Offers insight, thoughts, challenges. Yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. I mean, it's all about you. Uh, for 50 what, minutes a week. I know. and Amazing. I think everyone should get those 50 minutes a week. I know. I need to find a therapist again. I, I could just do it with Jana for now, but... Okay. Anyway, okay. Good question. Thanks. Now, a fun Thanks, question Nat. and a fun question. All right. If you were stuck with having one character from either Brooklyn Nine-Nine or The Office as a roommate for this quarantine, who would be the worst match for you and why? Worst match. Well, I don't watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine that much. I, I mean, I do a lot. All right. Why don't you answer this question then? Well, who would be the worst match? I, I'm trying Honestly, to... Honestly, it's Kelly from The Office. I'd fucking kill her. Oh, God, you would. You could Like, within her. 20 minutes, I, I wouldn't kill her. <laughs> but I may kill myself. She is... You may run away. I don't think... That, it's like nails COVID on a chalkboard. Take and me. she knows it, right? Yeah, COVID, take me. Please take me. It's like, what did you used to say? Um, something, take Calgon, take me away. You're yeah. like, COVID, take me away. <laughs> Uh, um, too soon? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. If we can't laugh about it, what are we supposed to do? I don't think, and she's aware of like writing an she's annoying character. She's supposed to be annoying. Exactly. But my goodness, yeah. she is. There's no way you could handle her. Yeah. Oh, it's not you, it's me. It's because I expelled yeah. all that I mean, air. Dwight, he's an idiot, but hilarious. And I, his house is pretty clean. For me, it's cleanliness based. Oh, you have to move, move in with them? Yeah, it's a roommate. Well, I, I was figuring we'd get a roommate place together. for the quarantine. I mean, I, yeah. I wouldn't move into Dwight's place because it's a little scary. Okay, sorry. I think um, my worst match would probably be from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It'd probably be Jake Peralta because he's filthy. Like, he's so dirty. He can't clean anything. He's not organized. He's a total disaster. He, like, only eats shitty food, doesn't even drink water. He only drinks, like, pop and coffee and shit. There you have it. It's Jake Peralta I don't for think you. I could handle no. it. Although... He's motivated and he goes to work, which would be good. Like he's doing something and he'd be an essential worker. So I wouldn't have to deal with him that much. So maybe it wouldn't be that bad. But like the the sheer amount of garbage and things that I'm like, I'm, I'm not as clean freakish as I used to be when I was little. But as an adult, like I just can't handle that kind of filth. Okay. I'd rather live with like Gina. Or, but also Jim and Pam are dirty too. They talk about how messy they are. I remember when, uh, uh, when Jim moves in like part-time with Daryl. Oh, yeah. He's messy. He's so messy. So I couldn't do... Jim wouldn't work for me either. Yeah. Those would be my worst matches. Probably messy to, roommates are the worst, man. They are the worst. You know what's gross is um, when you have a roommate who uh, is just not on the same page as you. Yeah. Uh, Cleanliness-wise. So then you get in a bit of a pissing match about, mm -hmm. okay, well, I'm not cleaning the shower because this person never cleans the shower. Or, you well, know then everything I mean? just turns into filth. Yeah. And both of you are unhappy with I had a couple of roommates when I lived with Joe that oh, God, were, were very worst. nice 
but they came with some issues. Some dirty baggage. <clears throat> One of my roommates uh, was fond of, um, how would I say Hiding this? his girlfriend in the closet? No, that, that was another, <laughs> yeah. There was that roommate. They had this roommate that pretended he didn't have his girlfriend living with him, even though they knew that she was living with them. Yeah, so he'd and go to work, I'd and die. then she'd she'd rustle around the house, and you you like I thought I heard something. It was like living in a hot <laughs> house with a, with a, yeah. Anyways, that was crazy. Um, no, my other roommate used to blow snot rockets all over the ba- uh, the the uh, the shower, and th- there's nothing grosser than than wet. Boogers, uh, boogers, even your own is disgusting. Okay, and we all get them. Like I'm not pretending like I don't get them, but I try and dispose of them very quickly. You don't always get them. I do. So, but this dude, <laughs> like I'd, I'd I'd go into the the shower and and it would be covered in like like as if there was a war zone. I was like, what? Is, oh my god, man! What's wrong? Right. Yeah, exactly. So that I can't. I can't. Uh, yeah. So if your roommate is not on the same cleanliness, um, yeah. Or if your roommate you. thinks that it's okay to invite, like I had a roommate who had someone come and stay with us like for months at a time, mm. and they'd ask like, "Hey, do you mind if he stays for like a week till he gets his new place?" And I was like, "A week is fine," but like a week turned into like four Shit. weeks and six weeks, and I was like, "This fucker needs to get out of my goddamn living room." Using up all my electricity. Yep. My Laying ice on my cubes. couch, watching my TV, watching my HBOs. Motherfucker. Bastard. So that caused a little rift, mm-hmm. but we figured it out. So that's funny. Okay, next question. Adventures in room mating. Okay, Michelle, thanks for your question. Hey, Katie, I'm 32 and had a rocky relationship with my mother growing up. She was emotionally and psychologically abusive and showed many characteristics of BPD and narcissism. In my 20s, she was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's. Currently, she's in the last stage of it. I know this sounds bad to say, and I don't mean this in like a hurtful way, but sometimes I feel like the universe is fair. Like someone's been shitting on other people forever. And then they get early onset Alzheimer's. I know that's bad, but you know what I mean? Like sometimes it just, you're like, I can't take you anymore. So it's best you forget like how you, how to act. Cause I can't deal with all your poison. Anyway, it says I had a stint of CBT and DBT therapy a few years to help me accept what happened to me growing up. Yeah. Cause it's super abusive. That's horrible. Um, uh, oh, who she was. And the person she is now, even though I feel more at peace with my past and gained many tools, I'm not sure how to cope with the grief, the grief of my childhood, my mother's past self and her newer self nearing her newer self nearing death. One idea my past therapist suggested was to write a letter to the mother from my childhood, but I could never bring myself to do it for some reason. Do you have any advice on how to navigate my complicated grieving? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so complicated because when someone's abusive, it's really hard for us to to put that aside it's like we already have to grieve like what we should have had i think that's the the tough part is like if you have a parent who is is hurtful and neglectful and potentially abusive it's like the grief is isn't as simple as like oh i miss them it's like they were a fuck face but now i feel guilty because i think they're a fuck face but then like oh they're my parent it's very complicated i would watch my video about complicated grief And I do think it might help instead of trying to write your mom a letter, like your past mother a letter, maybe let's start by engaging the conversation with your your younger self, like your inner child, like the child that grew up with her being horribly abusive. Like, let's tap into that so we can get to know that person a little bit more. And like, as the adult version, you can come into that conversation with the letter of like, um, I wish I could have done more to help you. I know how much you're hurting. Know that it does get better. Like, let's start there. I think that's a good place to start. 
And then, you know, right from the little, the child of you back. And I think opening that dialogue with a younger self will not only help heal the trauma, but it also can maybe open it up so that you can write a letter to the mother. Like, cause you could write, if once you get in touch with that child of you, that child self, then you can maybe write a letter from that child self of you to your mother at that time. Um, we have to kind of open up that dialogue a little bit. Maybe that question should go on your channel uh, on Ask Kitty Anything. Like well, the I don't heavier, ask. heavier mental, maybe. mental health yeah. ones. I don't, take, so, I don't take them in the emails. Yeah. So you okay. guys, so yeah. Because I'm, I'm lost in half that. That's okay. <laughs> but I hope that that's helpful, Michelle. Michelle, yeah. Um, let's start opening up that dialogue. And you can watch my videos on uh, reparenting inner child work emotionally uh, or the narcissistic parent video that came out recently. Those should all be really helpful. You'll get there. Don't worry. And complicated grief. I have that one too. Okay. Uh, how would you say that last name? Oh, Lanaya. She knew. Well, because we <laughs> screwed up her name so bad previously. I was like. She's like, hey, Sean. Lena? Lania? Lanina. Lanina. Thanks for the question, Lanina. AKA Lanina. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Greetings from Lanaya, AKA Lanina. <laughs> We're so sorry. I fuck up names on live streams 99.9% of the time. It's fine. I do my best. Yeah. Even people that I've been talking to for years, I'm like, fuck, I know I've told you. Like, how long did it take for me to get hey, Shanae's name? I always want to say Sinead. I don't know why. Messes oh, with my head. The Irish Sinead? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. And well, then how, how long have people been watching your videos and you're still Katie with, with an, an e, e on the and end? And I totally which, understand. Or Kathy. I get Carly. Kathy a lot. <laughs> Maybe hey, they're you. trying to talk to Carly, aka Batman. Yeah. Hey, Sugarbum. <laughs> Sugarbum277. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Okay, Lanaya, let's get into this. Thy question beeth. How do you get better at public speaking? I took a class and I feel like I only passed because the teacher liked me as a student. As I know, Sean, the king of smelling like raisins, is new to being in camera on camera. Maybe there are tips he can share. Oh. But tips from Katie, the CEO of Bridge Statements, are always nice too. Ooh, I like that CEO of Bridge Statement. And you... I'm going to tell you a little story you about me. king of smelling like raisins. Mm -hmm. What? You're king of smelling like raisins, and I am CEO of Bridge Statement. Ah, okay. It's yeah, fun. the fake tan smell. I like it, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I have a story. Continue. Okay, continue. Uh, so when I was in high school, mm -hmm. um, I was a real go-getter when it came to schoolwork, uh, but not really, but sort of. And so I was part of after school programs. And Sean um, was involved in school. He did well in school. He enjoyed school. Yeah. That's really, yeah. Uh, and I was on the debate team. And I really enjoyed it. We had this great teacher uh, who, who really brought it out of us. You know, like he made you feel confident about the art of being able to debate. Um, anyway, so um, I did four years of debate or mm -hmm. three years of debate. And then I went to uh, John Abbott College. And at college, I went to Youth United Nations. But during that period, um, I was also uh, doing debate. So debate and Youth United Nations. Okay. Okay. Uh, debate, I brazenly took a college level debate. Um, in French, right? In Well, the, it was bilingual. Uh, oh, okay. But basically, you have to be able to switch. Um Oh, easily within conversation? Yes. And it was a, a very busy debate. There was probably about, I don't know, 150 people in the audience. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> my French isn't uh, particularly good. Uh, it's it's pretty good, but it's not, you know, um, well, it's not a, a collegiate level. level. No, and nor am I 
uh, able to debate uh, in French um, like that sharply, right? So, but they wouldn't let you go into English. No, um, he switched into French, so I figured I'll just. Why would you do that? Just be like, "Fuck this guy." I'm go I thought English. I had it, and then my mind went blank. Oh uh, no! And I literally went blank. Like I, I, I didn't black out, but I, <laughs> do you dissociate? Maybe I totally don't remember what Super happened until afterwards, sitting down, you and my debate partner looking at me, going, "What happened?" And I was like, like, "I don't know what happened." <laughs> you tell me. Yeah, I he's don't... like, "You looked really nervous, and you said a lot of things, but it wasn't that you know strong." I was like, "Oh, here's. I think we're gonna lose." I was like, "I'm sorry about so that." Sorry, but that left a traumatic. I never um, debated in French again. So that that's one thing. Um, the other thing is I developed a fear of uh, of public speaking. Um, so this is the opposite. Don't ever try. You're not being helpful at all. No, I'm not trying to be have helpful. You, how just, had you come out of it then? Let's do it. I with... don't think I have. <laughs> so hence like I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm take nervous over. watching this. this you know, taking over. Sean's not giving helpful tips. <laughs> no, I, what I'm trying to say though is the only way to get over it is... Uh, is just to, to do it just to do it and and it's going to be awkward and yes. i'm learning how to but this is like 20 something years later and, and truthfully i think the best way for me to deal with public speaking is doing it more obviously yeah. that always helps the more you do it the less you really worry about it but also for me if i if i over prepare then my anxiety levels lower yeah so i think you have to figure out how how you lower your anxiety. Um, also, if you're serious about it, join Toastmasters. If you're serious about it, um, watch videos on it. Like anything, if you're going to, yeah. I mean, Toast. I took Toastmasters. I didn't like Toastmasters. At doesn't all. matter. I mean, it's it's a it's a step in the right direction. It may Does not it be even for still you. Exists? Yeah, yeah. Every town has a I, Toastmasters. I, I had to take it back um, when I was in college, and it was just not helpful at all. But mm-hmm. my speech class was really helpful in school, which is kind of what she took. Okay. Um, I'm not dogging on Toastmasters, but I thought it was like, there were people that had been in Toastmasters for like years. And I was like. They enjoy it. It's a sense of, you know, um, like, camaraderie. It's a club. Weird. And a lot of people do it because I was also they way to, young. I was like 20 and everybody in there was like 50. And yeah. I was like, but if, you, if you're part of corporate America and you have to deliver well, speeches on a regular basis. That's why like, I did it. It's but, important. But they know? only had me go for three sessions. Anyway, long story short, I didn't think Toastmasters was that helpful. I thought what was helpful for me personally was preparing, practicing in front of roommates or friends, like talking it out with them. How did that sound? Give it to me. Don't don't like handle me with kitten gloves. Like tell me how it is. Um, and then I had some mantras. Like these people aren't talking either. They don't know how to do this either. It doesn't um, really matter. Home. This person's an idiot. Um. Well, no, I'd just be like, hey, they just all all people want when they go to listen to people speak is to have at least one thing they walk away with. Oh my god! You can also use Jim's techniques that he gave to Dwight. Bang on the table. Lock. The hands of time. Wave your hands in the air. Yeah, command attention. <laughs> oh my no. god! But preparing really helps me the most, and then Great. practicing it. But does that at, get us through our question? At the end of the no, at the end of the day, oh. Lanaya, I think. Um, it, it's just doing it more and more. That's yeah, really, and also hanging out with people who do it. Because yeah. that'll, you can ask questions. And watching TED Talks of people that you like and trying to assess why. I do that a lot as well. Like some people are really good. Uh, like Brené Brown is a great speaker, but it's not because she has this beautifully put together talk, which I mean, she does. I'm not saying like, oh, it's just shit. But I'm just saying that the reason that I am in, 
enjoying and engaged in her her talks is because yeah. she tells stories and they're relatable stories. <clears throat> and so, you know, watch those, figure out that too. That helps me put yeah. things together. Also, one other tip. Um, we have can, three more, by the way. You can uh, download the transcript of a uh, previously given speech um, or even if it's a scene in a movie and you can run those lines. So you can read back a, a, a speech that's very famous and, and try and follow the intonations and that... Uh, it's like modeling your your speaking style after someone else hmm. that you admire. Hmm. So you can watch the speech and then you can read it back and try and hit those same That's marks. so funny. I try, uh, everybody's different. So it's nice we have different perspectives because I, I can't read too much of what other people say. Even when I'm writing a book, I have to like read and do research and then like later write about it. Otherwise I'll like write the exact same thing. I don't know if it's like just the way my brain works, but I want to come up with my own mm -hmm. things. So I'm like, shit. Um, but yeah, helpful also. Okay. Okay. We have three more. This question is from Carol. Hi, Carol. Hello. Says Katie. Carol did it. Carol did not this Carol, another Carol. <laughs> she says, regarding cutting a toxic person from our lives, is it important to address it directly with the other person or do we just step back and let the relationship fade away? I don't have any input in these mental health questions. That's just a... Have you had bad friends, mm -hmm. people you've hated, people have been mean, toxic people? What'd you do? Um, just let it fade. I was just gonna say I could, Slowly I could already tell you, Sean does not like conflict or confrontation or any kind of conversations that make him uncomfortable in any way. It's true. So, um, I believe that depending on how the what the toxic person is like, if engaging in conversation has the potential to harm us more. If by going into those, like if you have someone who's extremely emotionally volatile, where like you're walking on eggshells, you don't know what you're going to get back from them, then I think it's best to, to not confront it. But if they reach out to just say, uh, either not say anything or say something simple to the effect of like, hey, um, because our relationship has been so tumultuous, I I'm not going to talk. I'm not able to talk to you at this time. Something simple. And that's it. And I don't care, then block them on everything so that you don't have to deal with the potential, like, ha, ha the wrath of someone that's angry and upset and tumultuous like that and, like, uh, you know, volatile. Um, but if it's not safe to say anything, then we just let it fade away. And I've had friendships also, weren't necessarily, like, of the toxic kind, but where it's just, like, it fades away just because you grow apart. And I think that's healthy and normal, like, shedding of old relationships that no longer serve you. Um, but if you can, say it talk to them but we I, i'm sure you already know your gut reaction is the best reaction when i said that to talk to them if you're like oh, they're gonna get so angry that's not the person then you just let it fade away Ta -da. Okay. okay done oh no one more. we got two more i said we had three more and oh. now we have two more fiona she's an otdm enthusiast oh hello fiona hi fiona we're we're fiona enthusiasts we How, are what a coincidence <laughs> Okay, so this is a fun one. So it's an OTDM game. Ooh. It says, hey, Katie and Sean, hope all is well in LA. And this message is coming to you for all the way from the west of Ireland. Well, good day, mate. I don't know. No, that's Katie. Kidding. I'm kidding. That's Australia. <laughs> but I don't know how to talk. And, and like, where's Riyadh when we need him? Oh, uh, yeah. Our friend Riyadh is Irish and he could yeah. he could give us the rundown. Um, I have a game for you guys to play in your podcast. My sister and I have been playing this game on the regular throughout quarantine. We call it the three, two, one game. Okay. Here's how it works. Okay. The aim of the game. Oh, 
Hannah had played this, I think. I think so, at our holiday party. Remember, she had that game. It's a few years ago. Okay, but I might be wrong. The aim of the game is to both end up saying the same word. The game works splendidly if you know the person really well and have a lot in common. Both people say three, two, one at the same time. And after you say the number one, say any random word that comes to mind. For example, Katie says yellow, Sean says the office. Then three, two, one again. And you try to both say the word you imagine the other person is saying by linking the two previous words together. Continuing on the example from above, you may say three, two, one, Dwight to complete the game. This then goes on until both you end up saying the same word. It may totally make sense. Just hope this makes sense and have fun. It is it is fun. We will practice. We'll do this next week. Oh, okay. I'm going to hold on to this. All right. Okay. Don't throw that one out. We gotta, That's a keeper. That's a keeper. We'll play that. Okay. Final keepers. question says, ooh, she gave us a recipe. Okay. Sorry. It's Olivia. Hi, Olivia. She says, hi, Katie and Sean. My name is Olivia. I'm 18 years old from New Zealand, and I'm also really enjoying both podcasts. They are the highlight of my week. I have a few questions. If you could answer them on the podcast, that would be great. Number one, just before lockdown, I moved out of home to go to university, and I'm really glad that I made that decision as I've made so many friends, both male and female. Just a couple of years ago, I was in a really unhealthy relationship, which has caused me to have some trauma and trust issues around males. Totally understandable. I'm currently going to counseling to work through all that has happened, but I know it is going to be hard and I know that my friends would support uh, and I know that my friends would like to support me. So I guess my question is, how do I best communicate with my male friends on what things they can do to support me as I start working through my trauma? P.S. I know this is more of a mental health question, but I also want to know what Sean would do in this situation. Uh, again, I'm not very <laughs> skilled at these questions so uh how would you want someone to talk to you like if it was a friend that, of yours that was a girl oh i thought even... i thought the ha like i was the person who would be saying i need support i didn't think you could look at it from either perspective yeah if i was the person who is looking for support so mm -hmm. if i'm in your shoes mm, personally this might not be good advice mm -hmm. but i i would not be telling a bunch of people things because those who you think are your friends probably aren't as great. Of, I'm not saying this about your friends particularly, but a lot of people tend to open up and, and give too much information to people. Well, she's just trying to say, how do I talk to my male friends on what things they can do to support me? So they're asking, like, how can they support? And she doesn't know how oh, to tell I them. Oh, I see. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think the, be <laughs> the best way is to let them know what's what's triggering or upsetting. Tell them a little bit about what happened. If these are close friends, it's okay to say like, hey, I was in this unhealthy relationship. The dude did this. I found it really traumatizing and upsetting. Um, so the best way you can support me is X, Y, Z. Usually those answers are things like, just check in on me. Mm -hmm. See how I'm doing. Uh, you know, ask if there are ways that you can help or support or if you come over or hang out or whatever, you know. Just checking in is usually the way. Um, but letting them know the things that are truly upsetting to you so that if they do those things, because no one's perfect, um, or do something similar that's triggering, you have the ability to then go back to that conversation and be like, hey, remember when I told you that time that when you sneak up behind me, I'm, I'm really like jumpy and it's it's like triggers like trauma. Uh, that's what just happened. And then they can be like, oh God, I'm so sorry, you know, because they wouldn't have meant to. So I think that's great advice. Um, if someone told me, that sort of thing. I mm -hmm. think I'm adult enough to be like, oh, I, I would be understanding. And yeah. I, however, depending on your age, well, and some experience people would be life, like do things more. Yeah, like, ha -ha. exactly. Someone can 
So I would just be cautious about who you tell things to. Like, are they really good friends or are these people that you're trying to become friends with? And maybe there's a level of how much you share. Yeah, totally. You assess for what you're comfortable with. But I think that communication is always key. Um, And if someone is like a total jackass after you tell them, that just tells you a lot too and probably shouldn't be friends with them. Yeah, it's a good friend test. If someone's a piece of shit after you tell them, you know, something personal and they're not nice, then Mm -hmm. you you know to uh, potentially put that person on the back burner. Exactly. And that's that. Oh, okay, I have question. to. Oh, you have another question. Okay. Final question. What's your favorite snack? Mine are these biscuits called Anzac biscuits. They're oh, a snack. Anzacs are good. They're a snack that was made in World War One when Australia, New Zealand, and the Army Corporation Anzac were at war in the Gallipoli Peninsula. Link below if you want to make them. Mm-hmm. Have we had Anzac? We haven't, but it's basically um, hard, tight, like a scone or a biscuit. Well, biscuits a, are a crackers. Tough biscuit. Crap. With, like I think it has extra protein or I don't know. They're sweet. Oh. It's stuff they gave soldiers I feel like they sent the to some to they, us. I feel like we've had them and we ate them. Oh. Maybe? I don't know. Maybe not. You know what I do? I love the fact that the Australians um, had sent us stuff and not because like, oh, I need stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> I just, I Remember love... bringing all those treats back to Washington? Because yes. we got it right before Christmas. And so, and so much Vegemite. Everybody fucking loved the uh Vegemite, but they also love the Tim Tams. Tim Tams. And I, I taught like them the how to stuff. taught them how to do a Tim Tam slam. People's minds were blown. And my favorite of all those treats were the um the chicken flavored uh it was like a it, it was like, almost like a Cheeto. It was like a Cheeto, okay. but it wasn't. It was chicken flavor or something. What were those called? Billy, you sent them. You let me know what it was called. Um, they were delicious, and I ate a lot of those, and those were like my favorite thing. Um, Sean loves a Vegemite. I do love Nutella also. I think it was Billy that sent us our- Oh, have you seen um, what they're doing? There's no. like a uh, like a swirl, a hybrid. They do uh, Vegemite and- um, He's lying. He's got the smirk. Nutella. Yep, lies, yeah. lies. It's sweet and savory. That's lies. Oh. <laughs> I like them both, but not at the same time. Yeah. Um, my So what's your favorite snack? That was her question. Ooh, raspberries. That's not true. His yeah. favorite snack is crackers. No. If I had a bowl of raspberries and a bowl of crackers, I would well, definitely no, but, go with the raspberries. But at home, what do you snack on most? Crackers. <laughs> and cheese. Trick question. Yeah. Cheese. Cheese. Um, um, yeah, so I do have... Also uh, radishes. You like radishes a oh, lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little bit of butter. You know, that's, that's a little bit of my grandfather going... Uh, when I was a kid, he would, uh, he'd have radishes all the time in summer. And he, here's a little simple trick. If you, you don't Quebecois like radishes. and your root vegetables. <laughs> if you don't like radishes, that's fine. But try this and I guarantee you'll love it. Get cut a radish in half and then throw it in the trash. <laughs> uh, cut a radish in half, take real butter, not some fake butter. Or if you don't want butter, do it with olive oil but you dip it in the oil or the butter and then you sprinkle just a little bit of salt on it. Sea salt. Don't fuck around with that iodized stuff. That stuff is shit. You heard it here first, Sea salt, (laughs) a little bit of a radish. Sean loves this shit. Oh my God, with butter? It's it's, it's amazing. It's like (laughs) peanut butter and chocolate, (laughs) radish radish and butter butter. (laughs) with a bit of salt. Don't, Don't forget the sea salt. Don't forget that sea salt. Yeah. My favorite snack, I don't know. I'm not a huge snacker, to be truthful. However, there are these Beansfield chi- uh, chips. Beansfield is the brand. And they have these nacho flavors. It's pretty much like Doritos. Uh, 
What's the flavor of Doritos? It's the red bag. Dog breath? No, nacho. I can't stand Doritos. Nacho. And don't at me with that. I know a lot of people out there love these uh, cheese I think Dorito. It's just nacho flavor. Anyway. Taki, all, all those things. They're disgusting. Your fingers are orange. They're orange. And your lips are orange too. Okay, okay. This is not the time nor the place. So I like beans filled chips. Those yeah. are delicious. I like the jalapeno. They're pretty good, not gonna lie. And Remember we the regular used sour nacho? cream with them the other day? Oh, Instead so of good. making the dip with like onion flavor or whatever flavor you're going to put in your dip, mm-hmm. we did the reverse, which I thought was genius, mainly because it was my idea that it was genius. My idea. Remember that? If you use it at home, it's not Katie's idea. It's my idea. You take the chip that already has the flavoring on it and you just dip it in sour cream. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so I think, so those are one of my favorite snacks, but I don't... I mean, I like brownies. I make brownies like, and then I'll just have a little bite. I just want like a little bit of sweet. I love dark chocolate. Um, um, okay. I think that's all I got. Cool. I owe an official apology. Oh. Um, <clears throat> it's official. An official apology. What is it? From the desk of Sean St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the apology goes thusly. Thusly? I'm sorry for several years that I made fun of your TV show. Um I told everyone it was a piece of shit. It isn't. And for that, I, I, I feel bad. Uh, and people would ask us all the time because they're like, well, it's, you know, it's about mental illness. Oh, like Mind you, Hunter? The Mind Hunter. I watched the first episode with you, Katie, and it was pretty I bad. I still don't love it. I'm going to be honest. That's fine. <laughs> but I keep would, thinking I'll love it and I'm like. But I've come to like it a lot. Sean loves it. And... um. At this point, I feel really bad because I was, I told everyone I knew and especially people like, Hey, did you, did you like that show? I was like, no, it was terrible because the first episode in my defense is terrible. I think the first episode was pretty bad and the audio we've decided bothers us. They do some weird things with the audio. And I don't know if it's because we don't have surround sound, but it's, it's It's all ambient noise. But it's complete fuckery to, to create a TV show that requires surround sound. How many people have surround sound? If I could do like a poll, like an Instagram, it'd be like, two percent mm-hmm. nobody that's fucking stupid you know people rent i know that's a quibby scru- <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do this high budget thing but you're gonna watch on a very small screen but that's a, that, a lot of people probably watch on like laptops right. ipads their tvs just like ours maybe they have a sound bar but that's about it like come on now yep anyways anyway. i i feel bad because i did dog on that show and it, i do i find will it- never never issue an apology for homeland I no. secretly watched an extra episode without Katie. Oh, I don't care. I know, but. <laughs> Did they breathe a lot? That fucking, I hate that fucking show. It just, it, it just got weird. Like the, the show, I don't know if Has they he changed died writers. Yet? He's got to mm. die. I know they're going to kill him. Someone's going to kill him. Do you want to watch another episode with him? No. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather Google it. I'll just ruin it for myself. I'll just Google it. You got I'll the cliff notes on that, my man? I just Google it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mindhunter is interesting. I think here's my problem is that the it's the beginnings of understanding sociopathy and antisocial personality disorder. And for the FBI. Yes, for the FBI, which is, is very cool. And if it is factual, which I haven't really checked, I think that's fucking awesome because you get to like watch it develop. I just don't love the characters. And I have a tough time when I don't love the characters. Like the guy, but the, there's some good acting, right? The, the people yes, who play the serial yes. killers are pretty. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, and they're believable. Complex. Well, because people are complex. Who is the uh, the big fella? Oh, um, that was K- terrifying. Kinser, K- what's his Ooh, name? Ooh, I forget. Kip, 
Mm. If you know, just let, let us, us know, know in the comments. We're fucking it up. Yeah. But when um, he... Kemper. Yes. When he gets out of his bed and, and shoots hugs. to the front of the bed and blocks the agent from leaving the room and then he I, gives him a hug. I was like, oh man, he's going to get his neck broken like a little chicken. I, I didn't think that at all because... So here's the thing that's interesting is because it is psychologically correct, like the way that they play these people out. And he really just wanted his attention. When he said he's getting letters from him, I was like, you have to go back and visit him. You open this relationship. Yeah, but up. maybe he's furious and no. you didn't return my letters. So you finally show up and maybe he's going to. Nobody. But, but the way that that conversation went down, it just, that guy's like a newbie and he's not a, he's not a psychologist, I don't think. I forget what his role is. I don't even know, but he's a noob. So he's like still fresh. He doesn't understand. And if you think of the conversation that he had with Kemper, when Kemper said, um, I, I could have done something less dramatic, but it didn't seem to get your attention. He wanted attention. They all want attention. There's a, there's a huge portion of like that narcissistic tendency within antisocial personality disorder where they're like, Hey, pay attention. Like that's why they want to talk to them. Yeah. I wonder how many, uh, narcissistic people that are out there. Mm hmm that we're seeing on social media um a lot instagram a lot like is it fueling YouTube. it are these people normally like that is this mm -hmm. exacerbating the situation is this i think it's giving them a different outlet and a different source mm -hmm. so when it comes so, to narcissistic people they're looking for an attention source and if that source is in any way not necessarily cut off but just threatened mm -hmm. they lash out with like you don't think of me it's like this i wonder if, for if you took away someone's instagram account who is like a real big narcissist if that would trigger them to oh, be a serial killer i don't it doesn't work like that <laughs> it's, a, it's a slippery slope it doesn't work like that you, you either like antisocial personality disorder is not the same as narcissism there is overlap in no sure I, I get that yeah but murderers are not just attention seekers Murderers are people who don't, I mean, there's a lot to it, but don't see people and understand that other people have feelings too, because they're so disconnected from their own feelings. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm mean, like, your pawns in my game, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, Kemper, I find it really interesting because the reason I knew Kemper wasn't going to hurt him was because he just wanted to see him. Hmm. He, and what then he didn't want him to go away though. The guy was but, like, but he wasn't mm -hmm. going anywhere. He got up because he wanted to, he, first he wanted to show him his cuts because he wanted attention. He wanted him to feel bad for him. He wanted to elicit an emotional response because he feels connected to this guy for whatever reason. Okay. But he said something that was really interesting where he, uh, he said, so you think you're an expert? And I forget the guy's name. Fuck. I don't know. Dag, Don or dig, 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 starts with a D. Anyway. Thanks. Dale? No, it's his last name. He goes by his last name a lot. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he said, um, so you think you're an expert? And he's like, oh, no, by no means, you know, but we're we're working on this. And, and he says, so you consider it us working on it? And, Good. And I consider the same thing. I consider said. the same thing. And then he said, with serial killers, he's like, serial killers? And he's like, he explains it. And he goes, I like that. So he's he likes him. He is on board. He feels like they're working on it together. Right. It's like Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs. Ooh, and yeah, when he totally, gets out. Totally. And she gets a phone call from mm -hmm. him, from Hannibal Lecter. Mm -hmm. But he wants to be her friend. He thinks well, that they're, I mean, he's a little. Hmm. He, he thinks the world is a lot more interesting. Because she says, are you going to kill me? Mm -hmm. On the phone. Mm -hmm. And he says, Clarice. Mm -hmm. Clarice. Clarice. 
the world is far too interesting with you in it. And that's the thing. But And, and Kemper thinks it's interesting because of him, right? His yeah. life is boring. He's stuck in jail forever. Who comes to see him? Only these this person. And he gets him. He thinks he understands him. Mm-hmm. He probably never felt understood in his whole life. First person who probably asked him. How no. he was doing, why he did what he did, yeah. about his mom and the abuse. So anyway, I find it very fascinating in that realm. But I think also sometimes my brain is just like, could I not talk about psychology or think about psychology for just like one fucking minute? Like, I just want to watch like Brooklyn Nine-Nine ridiculous. That's why we should probably take the psychology questions out of this podcast. We can do that. I mean, just as a format issue. I don't mind that you did send them in, but... I yeah, mean, send send ridiculous, silly, easy questions. Give us scenarios. We did ask them in our de- in yeah, their defense. We asked them for relationship well, we're, questions a long we're time. We're learning, ago. you know, on the uh, on the go together. So the more, but I just don't feel know. like I have a lot to contribute to those, and I feel like I think you do have a lot to contribute. Mm, it's nice to get a different perspective. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see that you bought an Italian. Um, That's not true. It's just a watermelon. That's an Italian watermelon. It said seedless organic watermelon, small, Okay. <laughs> when I put it in the basket. Put the lotion in the basket. It's, it's heavy. It's pregnant. She's pretty. What does it say? What, where is she from? What is it? Uh, it's pure of heart. Pure of heart. Mini watermelon. <laughs> Mini melon d'eau. Okay, so it's in French. They're selling it in Canada. Mm-hmm. Why? It's without seeds. No, they don't tell Why? you that. But this is an Italian... Jesus Christ. <laughs> they don't just, tell you it's broken. You just know? don't drop it and bust it. Yeah, be All careful. Right. There we it's go. What do you think? That is like 40 pounds? I don't know. It's it it gotten two, so weak in COVID. It was uh, 299. Times. Yeah. 299, that's it. Are you for, out of your mind? Really? I think so. 299 what, or 399. Deal for a seedless one? I looked at a couple. We've been ordering thank online, you. so you just don't get to really pick them. But you thank you to the our shop. and gatherer. Yeah. I am. True. Yes, true, yes, yes. So what does the weekend hold for us, Katie? Um, if you could uh, well, design the perfect... Um, I'd like to see Harriet, my friend Harriet. 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 Hello, Harriet. She has one um, of the best stories about a murderer ever. What? Yes. When did, did she tell us this last Friday? No. So uh, Harriet, for those of you who don't know, is a friend of Katie and ours. Or Katie and ours? ours Katie and, Katie. and I's? <laughs> Kitty and I's. Ours. You got to laugh on the last R. Mine and Katie's. Katie and I. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know her through work. Yeah. Um, she's my publicist. But she she's a real hoot. And um, she grew up in Scotland. And she's Scottish. We went to, she doesn't sound Scottish until. Her voicemail cracks me up because it's Scottish. Yeah. And if she goes home or spends too much time with her family, she comes back fully with a Scottish accent. Right. Well, thing. she uh, grew up next to a murderer. And, oh, I forgot. But yes. let's not tell any details because maybe we'll have her on to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We could have her call in or we could have her on. We don't have another microphone, though. I mean, I can just sit there. I'm, I'm the pretty one. She I don't could have tell to say the anything. story. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, her, her story was disturbing, to say the least. It's very interesting. And if you want to hear about that horror story. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. I don't know. But we'll, we'll try to get her on. Um she was just tested for COVID and came back negative. She's been living alone. So she's like, well, I wanted to like hang out with one of my friends. So her and her friend both got tested. And then it's kind of funny. We we likened it to the 80s where before people would get married or have sex, they'd be tested for AIDS or other issues. They like don't STDs. do that anymore? You should do that still. Well, but, I mean, you still get tested when you go in. Well, when do dudes get tested? Because I know women, we're asked every time you get a, a pap oh, smear. Oh, you want to hear? If you want to be tested. And I always say, yeah, why not? 
two times uh, in going in for uh, medical testing on my behalf. Um, mm-hmm. One time I was moving to China. Uh, oh, yeah, but you is, never ended up moving. I didn't end up moving, but it set thir- certain things in motion in my life, right? But um, in order to go to... This is way back in like 1995? No, 97. Seven, okay. Um, I thought I was moving to China, so you know you want to get certain shots and get everything taken. Did you care learn of. Mandarin in preparation? I mean, n- not really. I, oh, okay. I, have a couple I was of like, words. tell us. Something. I was Guaylo, remember? Oh yeah, Guaylo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, white man. But uh, they, <laughs> hey, whitey. You were known as Guaylo, also known as yeah. uh, Butiki. <laughs> they called me bad names everywhere I go. So I forgot about that. Uh, I went to okay. the doctor in Montreal and I said, listen, it looks like I'm moving to China and um, I just want to make sure that I'm inoculated. I'm healthy, yeah. For, yeah. Uh, and you also have to have proof in order to get into the country, mm-hmm. right? To so, have all these inoculations. Yeah. yeah. Immunization. Um, and the lady said uh, <laughs> two things. One, um, drop your pants. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not this kind of test. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. And that was really awkward. Um but she asked if I had uh, hepatitis, and I said no. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. But like, she goes, "Well, um, the test is thirty five dollars, but if you tell me that you're gay, we can give you the test for free." And I was like, "But I'm straight, and I mean, I don't I'll need to have confusing Why information on my medical." Free? Well, I think it was a government program where to like help people like get tested. I think like Hep find C out. is. Um, uh, was it very common back then? It's transmissible yeah. through blood. And so I think... I've, I've known a lot of people that had hep C from different yeah, things. Not everyone ha- gets it from that, but I think a lot of people did uh, get it from blood transfusions or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Anyways, back in the day. Anyway. The lady says, uh, just tell me you're gay and we'll, <laughs> we'll, put it, we'll put it on the paperwork and you get you know, you're you're like, 35 bucks. I'm like, I don't know if like... And not that I care, but I don't know if you want to mix your medical records up. like you know. And she's well, like, yeah. just, just do it. Don't worry I got everyone, you know, you get the shot for free. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, like I'll just, pay the $35. Yeah. So that was also, that just seems like exploiting a, a program that's set up for a certain part of the community. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it was interesting. Um, that's funny. Yeah. But then you got tested like, for everything and blah, blah. And yeah. with your green card, you had to get tested for everything. Right. So that was the next test that I took. And this one was, uh, a doctor also looking out for me. Um, <laughs> But they, they, so the AIDS test is one of the tests you have to take in order to get your green card. Okay. Um, so I, I don't think they admit people into the country if you, um, or at least if they do, they want to be able to trace you, right? If there's okay. an outbreak or whatever. Well, yeah. Cause so they try to figure out where it came from. I don't who. think it makes you inadmissible. Maybe it does, but know. they do test you for it. So I go in, you know, Oh, okay. and I, uh-huh. and I sit uh-huh. down and, uh, the nurse comes in to take my, uh, to draw my blood, blood for the blood work. And uh, she says, okay, we're going to run. These are the ones that we have to do for the, for the green card. I was like, okay, great. She says, we'd like you to come back in next week and we'll, or whenever the information comes in, I think it was a Your week Your results later. come in. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, like that, that's cool. I get a, because I'm, I'm not just doing my blood work. I'm doing a, a physical as well, just because might as well, might as well bundle there. it all together. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I go back in and the lady is like, geez, are you, are you nervous about your results? Who would ask that? I've never heard of a medical professional asking me if I'm nervous about my results. So Reminds me like, that Sex and the City. Where, no, should I be? Where Samantha goes to get tested for STDs and she noticed that everybody got pulled into this room and the news wasn't good. They came out crying. Yeah. And then she was like, they gestured to her to follow him in the room and she passes out. She's like, 
<laughs> I've got AIDS. That That's was what me. She thought. Okay. Uh, so the lady, uh, when it comes time to 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 read off the information to me, she kept pressing the back. Are you nervous about some of the results? Said, what? Well, I don't know what. Fucking like, give me the results, yeah, just, weirdo. Yes, no, yes, no, whatever it is. Jesus. And Christ. at this point, I, I got nervous. I'm like, maybe, you know, maybe did I get something? Yeah. What happened? Um. Anyways, the mm-hmm. it was no. Across the board, just no with everything. Well, what um, the fuck was, and I was her problem? Th- well, that was it. I, I I'd think be like some doctors, some sick, twisted, are pleasure. just not the sharpest people. You went to school for all this time. Well, no, they don't and, have any people skills. A lot right. of them don't. Are you have nervous any bedside to ask manner. someone that three times? Yeah. But it'd be one thing it, after the fact to be I, like, so I left everything doc- is fine. Were you nervous? Well, I left the doctor's yeah. office and I went because I had to take a leak. So I walked down the hallway uh, after I'm done, and I look in the bathroom and I remember that. That when I was going to the doctor's office, I had also gone to the bathroom and I'd taken a paper towel and I'd blotted. Oh, did you have bits on your head? <laughs> oh, Sean. So when I went to the bathroom the second time, that's why the she reason why she was asking because you were nervous. sweating. So I was sweating and I had toilet paper, not Sean, toilet paper. I had paper uh, towel. Uh, no, the uh, the oh, ass gasket, toilet seat cover. <laughs> <laughs> stuck to my head bits of it everywhere <laughs> he does this to this day not with toilet seat covers because we live at home but he'll like dab his head with napkins somewhere we're out like a party back in the day and it and he, he'll he'll do this and i'm like you've gotta like come here let me help Sorry, you so or alive. there'll be like black napkins and then you have like the ink and i'm like please stop it's hard up in these streets for a player katie <laughs> for someone with the bald head who sweats a lot <laughs> That's why yep. she asked you if you're nervous. You look like. <laughs> I thought it was her. Anything? It was me. She should have said like, oh, you've got some tissue on your head. She was a polite doctor, apparently. She wasn't the idiot I thought she was. Oh, my God. Please don't tear those. I um, know you're fighting the urge just then for some reason. Yeah. So those are my medical experiences. Wow. If you have any medical stories that uh, could embarrass you. <laughs> that could embarrass I mean, that's like when I went to get uh, P tested for my job in corporate America when I was a sales rep. I went into this doctor's office and I had gotten up and they were like, please come in and do it. So I gotten up and gone pee like normal people. You wake up, you go pee, drink some water or whatever. And then I got there, remember? And they were like, do you have to pee? And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. So then I like chugged like four glasses of water and then just waited for my body to process it. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, you knew you were going in for a P test, Katie. You should have just held it. Just buy it off the internet. Jesus Christ, Sean. What? That's where you get the clean stuff. Remember, Jim says, <laughs> I've heard, uh, we've all both heard Dwight order uh, bear urine off the internet or horse urine or something. I when I lived urine. in Jasper, uh, mm-hmm. the guy who ran the gas station was an avid hunter. And I'd never mm-hmm. really been around avid hunters before. I mean, been around hunting, but not like this. And Homeboy had a jug of moose piss. Oh, yeah. It's very common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or elk piss. I don't know. A big jar Probably of piss. Moose. And it was in one of those, uh, yeah. if you're working a restaurant, when you're putting sauce on something at the end, like it's like a, a, a little clear squeezy. Squeezy, yeah, mm-hmm. with a with a, a nib on the end. Because you're had supposed this. to put it out and then they, well, it keeps I, them away from you or keep, I don't know, my dad used to No, it's, it's like to that. attract them. Attract them? Yeah. Yeah. Put out the scent. Yeah. You don't put it in your uh, cocktail. That, that's um, or, disgusting. Or on your uh, desserts. No. No. It's hunting only. I don't know why the moose won't get off me. Outdoor use. <laughs> Outdoor use only. Uh, okay. Well, I okay. think that's the episode. That's it. That's a wrap. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Uh, if you'd Sorry like to watch more, feel free to hit subscribe was, and uh, mm. yeah, leave us comments. Leave us comments. Send us emails. Come hang out again. I promise I'll be more energetic because I won't have just written like 
27 pages. Bye. Ding. Bye. Have we jumped the shark? Like, is is this over? Is the is Earth jump the done? shark? Is that a phrase? Yeah, never heard that. Oh, it's when something's over. Like, uh, but it means like in pop culture specifically. Well, I, yeah. It's from Happy Days when oh. when Fonzie jumps over the, the oh. shark. And you're like, Happy Days is pretty much done. Like, they've gone too far. Even. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Funny, they're like, oh, this is over. Um, it's so over.